You are about to dive deep into the world of Python classes and inheritance. Understanding these concepts is crucial for anyone looking to harness the full power of object-oriented programming in Python. Welcome back, guys, for another episode of PyPod Chronicles. I am in my seven-step series to teaching you how you can master the fundamentals of Python. I'll not only explore the basics, but also brush on a few advanced code examples and concepts to help solidify your understanding. All right, let's jump in and let's get started on our journey for today of the next step to mastering the fundamentals of Python. Welcome to PyPod Chronicles a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Guys, before I get into today's episode, if you're new here, I have created for you guys a handcrafted Python guide that I give to all my students on their first day of class. Head on down to the link in the description over to the blog and pick up your copy that you can use to start your Python journey today. A fundamental concept that lies at the heart of Python is object-oriented programming. And this is essentially the foundation upon which all classes and objects are built. When I refer to the blueprint of objects, I'm essentially talking about a class. In Python, a class serves as like a crafted template you make that dictates the structure and behavior of any objects that possess that class. Think about a class as like a sketch to a house. An architect has to sketch the house before the house is created. That house is drawn up on a blueprint. It's a very rough outline. And then the final product of that house, that's the object. It was created from that class. In order to create a class in Python, it's an art form in itself, <laughs> kind of. You need to define a class, kind of like you define a function, but we don't use the def keyword. In order to create a class, we use the Python class keyword, followed by the class name. Now, when you name your class, you can name it almost anything, just like a function, but this is one of the very few times in Python that we want to capitalize the name of something. Your class should be capitalized. Immediately inside your class, you're gonna create your first function. Now this isn't called a function anymore, it's called a method. A method is a function in a class. A property is a variable in a class. This first function, this first method you're gonna make is called init. Init means initialize. It is a constructor function. It is used to build out the rest of your class. Constructor, construction, to build. So in here we create all the properties, those variables that we may need throughout our class, and then we're able to pass them around. Now the init method acts as our constructor. And this is what's automatically called when we create an object from this class. And this method essentially allows us to set up an initial value to our variables. When I say variables, I mean properties. And these are stored inside init. What makes classes truly powerful is their ability to hold both data, so properties, but also their behavior, 
their actions. Those are our methods. This is what makes OOP so effective. When we create an object from a class, this is what brings those blueprints to life. It's the process of actually creating or transforming our class into a real object. And I like the word object, but you guys are gonna see and hear the word instance used by a lot of other people. An instance and an object is the same thing. I think for this purpose, an object is easier to understand. Now essentially, I want you to remember this, an object is literally a variable that's value is a class. That's what it is. The value of this variable that you make is the class, and this variable is really your object. When you create your object inside your class, you need to give it arguments. It's just like a function. These arguments must match the parameters that you created inside your constructor function, inside in it. This is when all the magic happens. All right, so now you've created an object and you can use those functions, those methods you made in your class with your object. Now that you understand how to create a class, it's time to talk about class inheritance. And inheritance is a fundamental concept in OOP. What do you think of when you hear that word, inheritance? Well, maybe you think of like inheriting a bunch of money or something, because it's kind of the same thing in Python. And it allows us to create a new class by inheriting all the attributes and methods from an existing class. The new class is called a derived class, or I'm going to call it a child class. You have a parent class and a child class. It's like you're inheriting everything from your parents, but you also have your own unique properties as well. To create a child class, you can use the exact same syntax we did for the parent class, but this time we want to add two more key details. Inside our parentheses after our class name, we want to put the name of the class we want to inherit. This allows us to inherit all those functions and properties from our parent class. The few parameters inside our init method are the parameters we want to inherit from the parent class followed by any new properties you may need for the child class. Directly after you create your init, before you make any new properties, you need to activate your superclass. And to do this, you can use the Python super function followed by init. Inside init, just put the names of the properties that you want to inherit or activate. Now a few key concepts is let's talk about overriding methods. Child classes can inherit methods of the parent class that look the exact same, which means they could have the same name. For example, in the parent class you could have a method called update, and in the child class you could also have a method called update. Which one's actually going to work? Is it from the parent class or is it from the child class? Whichever class is the value of the object you created, that's going to take precedence. So in the example I just gave you, the update method from the child class would be used and called, not from the parent. And then advanced inheritance concepts. Now, I'm just going to dabble on this. You can do some research, right? Keep it easy while you're just starting out with this concepts. Now, multiple inheritance, Python supports this, and this is where a class can inherit more than one parent class. So you could have like a father and a mother class, and you could pass those to a child class, and that child class would inherit from both of those parent classes. And then Python has something called MRO, and this is known as method resolution order, and this defines the order in which Python searches for the methods 
in multiple inheritance. Now, let me describe to you guys a code example. So I'm big into scuba diving. I did a bunch of diving in the past for years. So let's imagine that I have a super class, a parent class called scuba. Inside there, I have two methods. The first method is my constructor method, init. Init has three parameters, depth, how deep I went, the visibility, and the tank pressure, how much air I have left. Inside my init method, I create three properties, one for each of those. Then I create one additional method that the scuba class can have, and it's called return to boat. So basically, if I had less than a certain amount of air left, I would begin to head back to the boat. And this method would check how much air I had left and tell me, should I go back or keep on diving? Now I could make a child class, and this child class is called Diver, and this represents me. And I inherit scuba, everything I made in the parent class, like my depth, the tank pressure, should I go back to the boat, I'm going to inherit that. But I'm also going to create a new property called Time. And I'll create this as in how much time have I been diving for. I then create a method of my own called depth checker, which could check how deep I personally am, right? Because I'm the diver, not my buddy, not anyone else. I'm the diver that I'm checking on. The scuba, everyone who goes diving can inherit that, right? But there are still unique things that I have. Then I could create an object from the diver class that allows me to use everything. Some best practices while working with OOP is naming conventions. Follow Python's naming conventions for classes, variables, and methods. Use descriptive names to enhance your code's readability, and don't use spaces, don't use numbers in the class. A class is the only thing that can be capitalized in Python, for now. Encapsulation, that's when we take our data by making attributes private, and we prefix that data with a single underscore. Use getter and setter methods to access and modify attributes. So take a look at private attributes and private methods. You can do a little bit of research on that. So to wrap this episode up, as I hope you learned something today, is you've explored Python classes and an inheritance. And we started with the basics, including class creation and object creation. And then I dove into a little bit of inheritance and advanced concepts like multiple inheritance and abstract classes with a few practical examples. This is a key, fundamental, if you want to master Python and truly be able to experiment with frameworks in the years to come. Creating apps or games or data analysis, you need to have a good understanding of OOP. To recap a few popular questions, class is a blueprint for creating objects, and they define the structure and behavior of your objects. The purpose of the init method is it's a constructor in Python. It's used to initialize an object and its attributes. If we want to use inheritance, all we have to do is we take the parent class and we put it in the parentheses of the child class. The key concept here was MRO, method resolution order, and we need this for multiple inheritance. Which method is going to take precedence if they have the same name. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode of PyPod Chronicles. Hey, remember, if you're looking for a handcrafted guide, I've got you covered. It's the link in the description. I will see you guys in the next episode of PyPod Chronicles. Until then.